Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each Thursday, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Enjoy the show! Hi, I'm Gabe. I'm Kelly. Hi, I'm Vashida. I almost introduced myself as I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, it's been a rough month. Yeah, it has. Do, do you want to talk about Pride stuff first? Or? I might as well get it out of the way because I'm just it's going to be like, what's wrong with Kelly? And I'm like, I'm tired. Hey, Kelly, how's Pride Month going? It's long. It's real long. <laughs> <laughs> you've 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 been you've been busting ass uh, hustling all over the place. I am. I've been to four Prides and I have two more left this month. Did That's you know really that? Terrific. Did you know that Portsmouth Pride is on the thirtieth? Do you know what Pride I'm not going to do? That one. I'm not going to that one. <laughs> not this year. Maybe next year. You've done all of them in Ohio so far, except for Pride in the CLE. Hannah took care of that one. That's true. I think. Uh, I don't know when Jackson, Ohio, has their Pride, but they have one this year too. There's a lot Jackson, of Jackson, Ohio, yeah. has a Pride. There's That's a lot crazy. of super rural Prides this year. Um, I, yeah, that definitely more than what i've seen yeah it's a uh, i whatever they're doing in southeast ohio is that where jack i don't even actually know is yes okay <laughs> they're doing there's like a southeastern lgbtq coalition that has like been busting a lot of ass like they've been doing some good work and uh just putting on a bunch of rural prides in southeast ohio like uh zanesville had their first one this past monday um athens had their first pride parade like they've had like they had like a week-long pride but that was their first official parade this year yeah and then newark pride had their first pride this past saturday and newark pride was popping like it was busy it was awesome wow that's it, great yeah, yeah i don't i haven't amazing. counted i haven't counted the petition signatures but it may even be comparable to dayton like it was wow. it was great first one that's awesome yeah yeah it was really good. And it was like a like four to seven. It was a good time. I was like, I don't feel dead after this. So it was nice. <laughs> Athens, like I went to their picnic. It was in the middle of nowhere at a park and there was no actual direction. So we had a time trying to find it on Google Maps. But it was a picnic and it was by a lake and it was cool. I mean, it wasn't great. cool. It was actually really warm, but it was nice. Yeah. There, there's definitely, you know, r- rural Ohio for the most part, especially the northwestern rural Ohio that I'm from, is incredibly conservative. I'm, I mean, so is South. I mean, I think anywhere rural is going to be considered pretty conservative. Yeah, but I, th- I think there's definitely pockets of Ohio. You know, Yellow Springs jumps to mind. Athens definitely. Where? Well, that's that's actually yeah. what's really funny about Ohio specifically is there's been so many towns that were founded as like idyllic utopias like yellow springs was founded as a utopia they have a a college that was like a unitarian college and if you know anything about the unitarians they're real chill so it's funny that like ohio specifically has all these rural pockets of like liberal progressiveness yeah that you wouldn't think existed yeah (laughs) but it does and it's nice i mean it's definitely like almost entirely white people but (laughs) That's that's pretty cool that it exists. Apparently, there was a plan once upon a time, just talking about how small towns were founded, where Marietta, Ohio, was envisioned as a new capital for the United States of America 
as the country was expanding west, that the idea was that the capital could expand west. And after DC would have had its shot, then Marietta would have gotten. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, let's not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Marietta's a very nice place. It's a nice little quiet river town. I've never been. Actually, picturing yeah. that as you know the yeah, capital of the exactly. United States. This is actually my first time to Newark and my first time to Zanesville. Zanesville was at uh, Weasel Boy Brewing. Um, and actually, our friend, our friend Stephanie Sherwood is like friends with the owner of this oh brewery. she's she loves that entire part of the country yeah she's part of the state <laughs> yeah but like <laughs> it was wild um they gave out a scholarship to students like to a diversity scholarship for ou zanesville so like it's they're doing the best they can with what they got it's really cool that's awesome zanesville's a weird town there's just like a bunch of bronze statues and a Y bridge and, yep. and get your, uh, and lots of churches. Yes. To pottery and the, <laughs> whatever County Republicans are right on the like main stretch. It's like, ah, yes. Hello, yeah. rural Ohio. Yes. But they have a pride fest yes. we're, when we're proud of them on a Monday night. <laughs> and and you were rocking it and got a mention in the paper. And yeah, like, we, I think we, it's weird that we get asked like, why would NARAL, why would pro-choice people do pride? I was like, well, Lots of the LGBTQ protections are based on like the Roe v. Wade decision, so we have a lot at stake and like lots of similar interests that right. are similarly like attacked. So yeah. Also, anyone can get pregnant or get somebody pregnant, right? In that, like, there's a whole gamut of people who are not straight sure. people that can get people pregnant or be pregnant. Yes. <laughs> so, um, if you're doing uh, a Pride Festival this month, if you're marching in a parade uh, or if you're volunteering in our booth, um, <laughs> then we'll, we support you. So, uh, those are all finished. Uh, no, they're not. We got two more. We got th those that we've discussed are all finished. Uh, yeah. There's still several more. There are. And maybe we'll meet, we'll get some of them next year. I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, this weekend, you're going to be at Columbus Community Pride. Yes. It's at Mamie Moore Park. It'll be like 11 to 7. I'm going to get there early to set up and then like go do some other stuff that also is still work. <laughs> right. Uh, this is not the uh, long-standing Columbus Pride Festival. This is the new Community Pride yes. Alternative Festival. Yes. It, um, it highlights and focuses on <laughs> queer, trans, and intersect people of color. Yes. So first year for that, the inaugural event. Yes. Not first annual. <laughs> That's not a thing, the, guys. The inaugural. Yes. Um, and and we're, we're proud to support them in that and be a part of it. And then after that, uh, you have Cincinnati Pride. I do. That's going to be my longest one. The same weekend as Comfest. And so the same weekend split. as Lady Parts Justice. It's my longest mm -hmm. Pride. It's 12 to 9. I'm going to. I'm gonna be so tired. You don't have to stay there. The whole I time, won't. Though. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you know. It's, I think last year I, just I hate probably that stayed from like the time that I got there, you know, set up and then maybe left around six or seven or something like that. So, yeah, right on. That's, I yeah. don't blame you. Yeah. Because this was Vishita last year of yeah. just I'm running, running left, yeah. right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So you'll be there. Uh, it's it's not a Pride Fest, but I'll be at ComFest that weekend uh, with Lady Parts Justice. So I'll be, be an really MC great. at ComFest on Friday. Because you need to do all the events. <laughs> I'm just going to like not be here the first half of July. Just uh, kidding. I'm going to be I, a doodah. <laughs> right. Um, I, I did see a post by Jessica Roach, a friend of ours for Root. Um, she's one of the people who's going to be an MC at ComFest. All of the MCs this year are women and femme identified persons. That's totally awesome. There's like 50 of us. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Did you know that ComFest has upwards of 2,700 volunteers for the weekend? They need them. 
that's so many people. Yeah. So and that doesn't count now. people who run the booths like us. You yeah. Know? The, I think of, you know, I volunteer at Comfest every year, but it's rare that I actually volunteer with Comfest. Yeah. It's uh which is a total fun thing to do. You get free is. beer and a free t-shirt. Why mm -hmm. would you really? not? Yeah, oh, yeah. That. oh yeah. <laughs> I got some tokens from like two years ago. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's a it's a good time. It's the largest volunteer run festival in the country. Right. There's Nobody no, gets paid to do it. And and there's no corporates. Normally, you go to an event and you know you'll see the, like the trash cans are sponsored by Kroger's. Yep. Nobody does that at campus. The, and and I guess uh, major like nationwide insurance and Huntington Bank have come to the festival and said, hey let us put our name on this and we will give you cash. And Ew, they were no. like, no, no, this is a community <laughs> festival. They've rejected opportunities wow. to grow the festival because they want it to be community-based. That's what Comfest is. And all the money that does get raised at Comfest goes like into a grant program. So they've given back since 2000, I don't know. Actually, I don't know what year it was, but they've given over $300,000 out in grants. Yeah, I, I think, uh, I'm not sure if we have, but some part of our coalition know, has, has been a... They're a the recipient, recipient this year. Yeah. yeah. So that's it's a terrific program. So yeah. lots of festivals. Um, uh, so tomorrow, it's not a festival, but it's an event. I'm going right into uh, Pence visiting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's going to be exciting just because there's going to be a dancing drag queen waiting for him. There's I, probably going to be lots of dancing yeah, drag queens. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, there's an LGBTQ dance party outside the Renaissance. So Right. <laughs> downtown columbus i think it's 50 north third i don't know um so if you if we'll it's when the biking the distance of the notes. office yes it is oh, i'm totally riding my bike over <laughs> um mike pence is coming and oh. uh you know we sent out an email um uh with my name on it which is rare that i i put my stuff on it but i'm like damn it the first line of the email is i do not like mike pence <laughs> um he he was a member of Congress uh, when I was working with Planned Parenthood and wanted to shut down the federal government over Planned Parenthood funding. Um, he, so he was going to close down the full federal government to stop people from getting Title X money, which should sound familiar because that's yeah. the battle that we're doing as he's vice president. When he was governor of Indiana, uh, he was horrible he, exactly. he was as bad as Kasich is here in ohio maybe worse if, worse, if, worse. Say, if not worse <laughs> and and people in the state of indiana saw increased hiv rates all sorts of negative outcomes because of his horrible policies yeah, so absolutely. um that you know doesn't even mention all of the anti-lgbtq policies that he's pushed just horribly sexist things you know in his own personal behavior uh, so the city of Columbus is giving him uh, on Pride Weekend. I, this is just poor planning on his welcome. part, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Drag queens, DJs. Uh, Dance party. Everything and, he hates. And, me. <laughs> so, and Gabe. <laughs> yes. We'll be welcoming Mike Pence to town. <laughs> Screw you, pal. So Make it gay. Uh, between two and five uh, in the afternoon tomorrow, um, if you want to spend your afternoon with us, come down uh, outside the Renaissance. It should be fun. Yeah, it will be fun. Yeah, so eighty-five degree dance party. Wear sunscreen. <clears throat> yes. Um, and so that is uh, just a block north of the state house. Um, we're seeing the legislature kind of have some unusual activity uh, in the month of June as they've had multiple votes to replace the speaker. That reminds me yesterday, a year ago, we did the handmade shell protests for the first time. Oh, was that yesterday? Mm -hmm. oh. Came up with my Imagine time. Imagine that. Yeah. 
because it was during the budget season. Yep. Um, but this year there's no budget cycle and normally they'd be out of town, but we've been uh, seeing them in town just because they've been screwing around and, and <laughs> having weird speaker votes. We talked about that last week. Um, but there was also a couple incidents with one of our favorite legislators, Amelia Sykes. Yes, and I heard a Stephanie House as well. Uh, both. Oh. How can you not recognize Stephanie House specifically? How can you not recognize any black woman who's a legislator? And <laughs> there's the, only main, nine of them. Exactly, and mainly there's just white men. So that's just really peculiar to me. And uh, so, so what happened? What is the incident at question? So uh, apparently, when she's uh, when they're trying to get in, they're being either questioned or stopped or like just you know being told you don't look like a legislator. That's what. That's Amelia, a direct quote. Yeah. That was a direct quote of what uh what representative you, sykes was told she did what not do look you like mean a, she does not look like a legislator i didn't know there was a particular look either but apparently there is so uh and it's not her uh interesting enough uh gabe and i both worked at the state house so like yeah i'm sure we had totally different experience <laughs> i heard the for some reason <laughs> i heard the caveat was you look too young to be a legislator is uh what what amelia sykes was told I think she, it was something along those lines. You don't look like one and you look very young. Yeah. She, she is young. She's one of the youngest members of the legislator legislature. How old um, is she? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I wonder if I, the I, youngest I, member of Congress or the house ever gets questioned. Mr. Antoni uh, at 27. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, even though there's only nine black women, they can't spot them, recognize them, tell them apart. I think it's no one misses Rajan Tani. I think it's BS. <laughs> I, I, I just for the life of me, I can't see you not recognizing, you know, women who've been around. Right. You know who they are. Like, I, I think it's purposely done. If you there's, ask me, it just doesn't make any sense. There's or, 92 white guys. I, I exactly. actually counted. There's 92 white guys in the legislature. My point exactly. You know, Jamie is one of the smartest people that walks into that building every week. She could not name all 92 of them if she if you showed the pictures of them. We don't know right. them from one to the others because it's 92 mostly old white guys with white hair. You can't tell them apart. <laughs> There's nine black women and they all look significantly different from each other. Exactly. But if you're they a come in there officer, you as not? you know, dressed as legislators, like as a, as a legislator, and then they also, uh, you're they're there on a regular basis. So how would you not know? Again, right? You, you know, they're not coming in here with jeans and t-shirts and looking like you know, like somebody's coming out of the. They're all public. very well dressed women. Absolutely. <laughs> so again, it makes no sense. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I I'm, don't think I had a lot of these. Well, so the Rife is different from the state house. I have never worked in a Rife, but I have walked over there several times for different things. And right. going to the Rife. It is. A, I hate it. I did hate it. For, for people who don't know, the Rife is where the offices of the House of Representative are. It's correct. one of the big office buildings downtown. And I think their security probably increased. is a little bit more tight <laughs> than it is at the state house for sure. Um, it didn't used to be as bad no, as it is now. No, I don't think it was. Well, that might be our fault. For, for those of us who are old as hell, uh, there used to be no secure. I mean, you know, there would be a couple cops down in the lobby. Right. But for all of these buildings. They have know, increased a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, when I when I started there as a page back back in the day. <laughs> what, 99? Um, 
Oh, a long time ago. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, right now there's only three ways in and out of the state house and there's metal mm -hmm. detectors there. It used right. to be that just all the doors are unlocked and you can go in and out whatever entrance you wanted. That's um, wild. And, yeah. and, you know, you, what are they afraid of? Yeah. Is it the guns? Right. They, they continue to say, Hey, let's have these on a uh, campus or daycare, but yeah, we no. want them in here. <laughs> yeah, no, they've introduced a bill to allow guns in K, to, K through 12. So, right. But they don't want them in there. Um, th there was definitely, I think, a little bit of looking around at other similar government facilities and saying, hey, is this a little bit too open? Right. Because uh, the state house has a lot of doors. And you could just stroll in and out of any mm -hmm. of them. Um, and, and with the Rife building, you know, it's, uh, what, 30 stories tall. Yeah. And you could just stroll in off the street, hop in an elevator and be up on the, you know, 20th yeah. floor doing now whatever. Now they just like monitor you like, and don't forget your badge. Oh gosh. Like you right. have to go through like, it seems like seven layers of security just to get in. You're like, right. The Rife yeah. has private security. Uh, the state house has highway patrol. Like the, right. the security guards aren't security guards. They're actual full Ohio state right. troopers. Who are actually uh, working, pretty cool, like most of them. They are, <laughs> in, until you get to that point where you're trying to get in the building, <laughs> you know, and you're Amelia Sykes not being recognized as a legislator. And that that's what's shocking is that she was being told that by highway patrol who are professional law enforcement who should know the nine black women who work in that building. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We may be using that term professional too loosely, but, <laughs> uh, you know, I've... Uh, I don't know. It's weird because it's just weird to me. I don't know what to say about it. Like I go in there now and still get asked like, Hey, you don't have your badge anymore. And I'm like, Hey, no, I don't work here anymore. But like, right. how do you, maybe it's just certain ones. You know what I mean? Like it's, it well, has to be. Yeah. You know, as, as a, as a white guy, there have been several times where I've been able to, you know, just use, walk in, use, use, Hey, I'm a white guy. And <laughs> exactly. it's not necessarily walking in, but you know, we had an event not an event, but a, a, a thing where we un unveiled a banner out on the steps oh, of yeah. the state house uh, last year, uh, which we didn't have a permit for. And so technically that's a no, no. Um, and so I was able to walk up to the building security who was trying to get us to, you know, get the hell off the steps <laughs> and get that banner out of here. They were pretty nice to you. And they were, and I was able to stall and, you know, there, there is a little bit of, Hey, I'm a white male. You're right. a white male. Leancy, please let me yeah. do this. Let's stand here and stall for a minute. And <laughs> I'm going to ask some slow questions, you know, <laughs> and they're going to be like, I know what you're doing. <laughs> right. And, and so to, you know, to be able to work that as a white guy yeah. and Amelia Sykes, who is a member of the legislature and is a black woman, you know, permitted to go in any part of any of these Absolutely. buildings whenever she wants and, and, and pretty think. much any state facility. Um, and so for her to be stopped at the door is pretty hard to believe, you know, that, that was shocking. It's not to hear. hard to believe, but yeah, it's know. real disappointing. Yeah. Very disappointing. Um, so, you know, this, we just need to make changes need to be made. Yeah. Like this is unacceptable. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of, again, disappointed to hear that this is happening to them. Um, you know, they're great legislators. They do great work. Um, yes. You know, if she's not just, what a legislator looks like, then maybe you should 
readjust your definition of what a legislator looks like there's no like particular look of a legislator like this is just unless you just think it's all white people all white men like we need to change the look of the legislature as a whole i thought we've been doing that (laughs) (laughs) we need to keep doing that yeah Yeah. so (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know a a definitely a definite disappointing moment uh at the state house right i would say it's a low but is it really a low it's not not for ohio but (laughs) shout out to all of the black women who are in the legislature and you know rep Representative Sykes and House and um, Representative Golonsky and Ingram, uh, Ingram and uh, Boyd. Boyd and just Brown. all of the yeah, <laughs> everyone, Reese. Every, we'll shout get out her. to all of them for the great work that they do, um, and just to keep pushing Sandra through all Williams. of this. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, Senator Williams. Uh, Senator we love Cease, all of you, uh, Thomas. Yeah, he's not a black woman. Yeah, <laughs> but we were shouting all the black people, so I just thought I would throw it in there. Joe um, Eaker. Oh wait, no, no, he's an old white guy. <laughs> wow. No, the you know seriously, shout out to them for continuing to do all the good work that they do. Joe Eaker um, should be stopped at the door and turned away. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem saying that. Just turn around. Yeah, but that would never happen. So, right. right. What else are we talking about? Well, you know, I I think the um, I I think what makes this especially troubling this year is that there have been many other instances just, you know, that we've been seeing of police abuse, you know, punching the young woman at the beach in New Jersey. That was disturbing. I mean, what? Unnecessary. There was some, you know, young woman, she was 20 years old. Apparently there was closed containers of alcohol. There was beer cans near her and they stopped to try and breathalyze her or, you know, check on her, whatever. And the altercation escalated so quickly that within about a minute she was getting punched in the head and held by down handcuffs. by men she's yeah by like by men like by by these you know police officers men, it was it was it was like unnecessary horrible escalation yeah. yeah exactly and you know there was another uh there was another video i'm not quite sure where it's from but you know we we see this guy basically having a cigarette out on a balcony and some cops walk out and within a minute, the guy's getting punched in the face, even though he was oh, complying yeah. with, and there's been um, so many of yeah. these, you And know, I think they're suspended. They still may have their jobs now, but suspended with pay. And somebody yeah, exactly. pointed out they that there's so many of fired. these and it's like, here's this free vacation while we look exactly. into it and then don't punish That's you exactly later. That's exactly what it is. Like, you know, and I don't like cops. I, I I want to like cops. I don't. I, I want to I have, have faith in law enforcement. Nope. You want to, but it's like you keep showing us that we can't because like these yeah. escalations in these situations are so disturbing. It's like people are going to be afraid to come to you for anything. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the kind of personality that's attracted to the work. That's all I'm going to say. There's a lot of people, especially like a lot of white people who are now like, I'm not even going to call the cops if there's something oh, to do cops. with the, a black person because I'm afraid they're going to get killed. Like, right. I live in the hilltop. I don't call the cops. Like It's crazy. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm a dad and I'm a homeowner. I want to have faith in law enforcement to because be able to protect the things that right. I care about. But I'm just They're there seeing... to protect property, so that's your concern. That's what they're going to do. But <sighs> they ain't there to protect your life. Right. It's We, we need some serious changes. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't know what ha- what's you know, happening. Seeing, seeing a, legislator told, a legislator told, you know, well, you don't look like you belong here. Uh, is is another serious letdown. I mean, like complete disrespect. Yeah. So, so um, 
Okay, so there's that. <laughs> um, other uh, stuff relevant to the State House, uh, the Supreme Court of the United States. Again, big um, long sigh. Yes. Yeah, has Maybe. said uh, that it's okay for Ohio to kick people off voter to rolls. Voters. I feel yes, like the, they have not voted in a certain amount of time. That, this like it's voter suppression. It is, but like really blatant voter suppression. The yeah, way, they have no like qualms about doing <laughs> it. Sorry, it's okay. I'm not a lawyer, so I can't actually speak to with any authority here. But I like what I understood of the decision. It's it's something that could be fixed by the state. So Kathleen Clyde, should Kathleen she be elected, Clyde, could yes. ameliorate the situation. Right. Um, because it doesn't technically violate the the law amendment about purging voter rolls. I don't remember what the I don't remember the details. I'm sorry. Kelly. Purging voter rolls is is this idea that Republicans it's based on something. Forward. Like there is like like it's like based on Republicans want to no, stay in I know. office. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, there's yeah. there's a justification that they offer for purging the voter rolls. If they don't vote for a certain number of years or in a certain It's not even that. Elections. It's like it's like they haven't updated their registration or something like that. Like, but just leave the records on file. If the person, you know, I agree. walks into a polling place on election right. day and there's, you know, their name in the book saying, hey, I'm a registered voter here, then they should be allowed to vote. And it right. shouldn't matter if that, exactly. that you know, voter registration is 210 or 20 years old. Not vote, to not, you know, have a say um, is to say, hey, you didn't vote, you know, in this many years or in, you know, whatever it is. And now you can't vote. You have to re-register. A lot of people is not going to know that. They're not going to know that they've been purged off of the voter roll and things like that. So yeah, we definitely have to get Kathleen Clyde elected as secretary of state to ameliorate um, the situation. Yes. 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 I, I like, I, I clearly do not agree with the decision. Um, I understand the reasoning behind it kind of oh i don't i mean i can't yeah. like because knowing the supreme court and the makeup of, that it is right now i understand it because it's majority republican like that's but it that's why i understand four it. Votes. It wasn't, yeah yeah um i i understand it like in a technicality sense like the same way i understand like the the cake case like okay technically correct is not the best kind of correct in this situation right I will say that Ohio's like voter records are some of like the cleanest in the country, which is gross. That's right. Yeah, clean voter records is <laughs> what like does that the, even mean? It means the van is consistently updated, which is useful if you're running a campaign because you know where the voters are, but like also gross if you're like, I wanted to vote and now I didn't know that I wasn't registered. Right. Well, you know, the the sort of most egregious situation of I believe uh, in same day voting. <laughs> Yeah, of of John uh, John Hustad, the Secretary of State. His, um, his office, like, damn it, Dwight, their office is like right on the line. Yeah. I hate it. Um, you know, John Hustad was confronted by a veteran who said, "Hey, I went to the polling place and I wasn't allowed to vote," and and I think got into an actual shoving match with this guy, <laughs> and and refused to listen to an Ohio voter you know, who was trying to explain, listen, I was registered legally and turned away from a polling location. And this veteran, you know, could not get the attention of John Husted, even though he was like, no, right in his that face. you said he's a veteran. Like, yeah. seriously, that's sad. Yeah. I mean, you know, when, when they he do probably these... didn't vote because he was overseas. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I think I, I'm going to need to look this one up, but I think you're, you're dead right. He, it was like, I was in Afghanistan 
um, in the, you know, Hindu Kush mountains. And then for some reason I wasn't able to, you know, send in my absentee ballot as people were shooting at me. And right. because of that, you took me off the voter rolls. That's absurd. And John Husted was like, sorry, gotta go. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad if he's elected. John Husted's not a good guy at all. At, at all. Duh. <laughs> um, and, and he's a terrible secretary of state. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's, he'll be an even worse lieutenant governor. So, yeah. So don't vote for John Husted at all. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, you either won't or you're a weirdo. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe Helly, he's the Democratic mayor of Oak Harbor, uh, was in a dramatic exchange on the steps of the U.S. Supreme Court with John Husted. Um, and explained uh, that he was cheated out of his opportunity to vote. Um, and, uh, you know, he was uh, in 2011 returned from tours in Iraq and Afghanistan and tried to vote in a local election only wow. to be told that poll workers couldn't find his name. Okay, so I was yes. right. <laughs> yes, you you nailed it. Um, Yay, me. And, and John Husted would not talk to this guy. Sorry about your luck. Yeah, so... Oh, um, yeah, Ohio needs to see some changes. Right. Um, so the good news uh, is that DeWine and Cordray are now polling even. I actually yeah. saw one that said Cordray was ahead, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's polling. It's a very close race. Um, Which is good. It is good because a lot yes. of people thought that DeWine was just going to be skyrocketing like ahead, and that's not the case. I think what I read was that people know who DeWine is and they don't like him. Yeah, people know who he is, but the people who don't know, uh, we can define him, you know, so we can say, hey, this is the, the awful things he's done in his whole career, which is like, seems like it's been like 100 years long. He's and an old man. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, a lot of people kind of peg him as the career politician with uh, his own special interests. Right. That's that's exactly right. I also yeah. saw polling for the Brown or Nacy race, and like that isn't close. It's not, which yeah. is exciting. Sherrod Brown's doing well. It's it's one of those things that it's it's exciting that Sherrod Brown is you know <laughs> kicking ass like he you know he should. should. Um, on the other hand, it would be nice if it was a little closer, so that you know big groups that spend <laughs> money in races would spend some more in Ohio. <laughs> um, There's that, but but I will definitely take Sherrod uh, destroying Jim Renacci, uh any day. Who who still completely aligns himself with Donald Trump and all of Trump's horrible policies? Totally so. not. I mean, tangentially related. Mark Sanford of South Carolina lost his primary. Which is, I'm excited about <laughs> Mark Sanford was the former South Carolina governor who hiked the Appalachian trail, AKA cheated on his wife. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then he went on to win a congressional seat, but he just lost his primary by criticizing Trump. So I'm not a big fan of that part, but weird. I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. South Carolina for you. Yeah. yeah. I shouldn't have voted for the guy in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, so then the last thing I wanted to talk about, uh, was the passing of Anthony Bourdain, uh, which I don't know if either of you, uh, were fans, uh, of I like food. Or, yeah. Know. I wasn't a huge fan, but, um, I definitely feel like it was still heartfelt. Yeah. I mean, it's a bummer, but that's really all I have to feel about it. Oh, I was completely devastated. I'm sorry. A lot of people were. Yeah. 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 I think it's mostly just like right after the, um, Kate Spade. yeah, just like. 
Yeah, that you know, there was definitely that, and I do appreciate both of these passings, both by suicide together. And I think that there was a lot of um, really heartfelt discussion of you know mental health issues yeah. and people being able to you know get the care that they need. Um, and both of these individuals are very wealthy, so that right there tells wealthy, people successful. Exactly, it does not matter if you're wealthy, if you have all the money in the world, if you have all the successes in the world, if your mental state is. <laughs> is compromised or how you know you have some type of mental illness you know that's going to overtake anything unlike cops mental illness does not discriminate right yeah <laughs> absolutely that's very true uh you know the the thing for anthony bourdain about me I've, i was always a fan of you know the food stuff and the travel shows and you know i would love to be off running around in every country <laughs> and eating good food eating good food living out of suitcase it sounds like you know an amazing lifestyle um uh, I, I, you know, I'd read his books. I'd gotten his cookbooks from the library. Um, I, I was a huge fan. Um, well, but Dave, we didn't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> over, over the past two years though, seeing him come out as a, um, you know, a supporter, uh, on a personal level of the women who've been leading the me too movement in Hollywood. Um, and, and the way he's addressed this, uh, you know, this whole controversy in the area of sexual harassment and sexual assault and done it in a way of saying, Hey, this causes me to look back at my own personal behavior. And while I wasn't necessarily guilty, you know, he's it, definitely said some not great things about fat people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the way he's talked about the me too movement, uh, and said, you know, Hey, I've, you know, I've turned a blind eye to seeing my own coworkers be harassed. Yeah. You know, there are flaws within the restaurant industry, uh, that, you know, he's ignored in the past and wants to, uh, wants to improve kind of make amends. And yeah. The, the way right he's thing. talked about these things as an, you know, an ally to women of like, Hey, you know, we need to believe women. We need to listen to women. Um, he's been really the only sort of celebrity taking this angle. And so, you know, I, For, I definitely from found the food sector from, from being men listening to women who have been disclosing their own personal assaults and harassment stories of just listening to them and believing them uh, and not trying to interject your own opinion, but just allowing them to speak. Um, you know, that's, that's been particularly important to me. Um, and uh, the you know the other area that he was a huge advocate in right from the very beginning of his stardom was uh, speaking up for especially uh, Latinos and Latinas in the food sector, um, talking about you know how we really turn a complete blind eye to you know the fact that so much of our food from the way that it's grown in the fields to slaughterhouses to you know the back end of every restaurant you've ever eaten at anywhere um, is probably, you know, staffed by migrant workers, migrant workers. And, you know, for us to say, no, no, we don't want immigrants in this country. It's like, where the hell are you going to go eat? Um, if not for them. Uh, so that was, you know, that was important. I don't know about the comments on the fat issue. So I, I mean, I'm not saying he was perfect. He definitely never came no. to be perfect. Um, Everybody's fave is problematic. Yes, that is absolutely true. Um, so I was I was just devastated to hear of his passing. So yeah, 
it's it's been an interesting conversation about mental illness because it's like on the one hand you want people to be able to seek the help they can't they like they need but also <laughs> a lot of people don't out of like fear of being institutionalized yeah or so. ashamed or just you know so the mental mental illness is still stigmatized oh yeah for, for whatever reason like M- mental health care in this country is not great right unfortunately so, so we need to find solutions um so, Mike Pence is not a part of that, so we're going to go no. protest him tomorrow, and then you're yes. going to go to Pride. Yes. So, okay. Are we out of time as far as talking about other things? Yeah, if you got another thing, go for it. Oh, I just, the families at Borders, just note. Yeah. Do we have time to talk about that? They ripped a baby who was Off of the breast of a Honduran woman. Who does that? Like, these people are animals. Like, you have no compassion or no nothing. Like... So I also read about a woman who was on a Greyhound bus and ICE boarded this bus. She's awesome. Yeah. And she shouted, this is a violation of the Fourth Amendment. You don't have to show them anything. And they're like, okay. And they got off the bus. Yeah. She screamed down Border Patrol. Wow. Turns out knowing your rights makes everything a lot easier for you. That is true. So. So the way border agents works is like, if it's not a border, they can't do anything except that there's like been a law or a decree passed that they can operate within like a hundred miles of the border of yeah. airspace, um, which includes like whole states, whole states like Florida or like okay. Ohio or like, and because apparently uh, lakes are as good as borders includes like Chicago and like m- where like two thirds of the population lives within a hundred miles of the U S border. Yes. So uh, I don't think this law decree or whatever it is actually trumps like the constitution, but that doesn't mean they're not going to try. So know your rights and shout down ice when you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know there, there are members of uh, Congress right now at the customs and border patrol office uh, staging a sit-in. Uh, I just retweeted one of the members of Congress who's participating in that right now. Um, so, I mean, this, you know, really does seem to be like one of the greatest and humanitarian crises. Now of Trump, the Trump wants to build a camp. Yeah, hmm. like an you actual tent that? city. Yeah, yeah. Like that's crazy. I mean, there's like upwards of 1,500 kids being held at a former Walmart right now. So, yeah, there's already camps happening. We're all parents here, and I just couldn't imagine my children being taken away from me. And I don't know no. where they are, what's going on, anything, especially when they're young. Right. Like it's devastating. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the pro-life administration of Donald Trump and Mike Pence. Oh, goodness, we tried to tell y'all. Nobody <laughs> wanted to listen. I think some people wanted to listen. Yeah. I mean, the popular vote listened. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I guess we're ending on a happy note. We're trying. I was trying to go back to Pride. But <laughs> Sorry. Drag queens and DJs tomorrow. I just thought that was that was an important topic. Make Mike it is. feel uncomfortable as as much as possible. <laughs> Do you think that man is ever comfortable? That's what I want to know. I don't think he is. I hope not. He's but, probably yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's hard to exist as Mike Pence and be comfortable. Uh, yeah. It's just what an evil human being. Right. You have to be unhappy with yourself to be that evil. Yeah. Okay, go to Pride. Yes. Celebrate, protest. We'll be with you. Kelly will be with you. She'll right. be driving. Oh, yeah, just me. Only me. I'll be there. <laughs> She's so bitter. I am. Um, <laughs> why is it funny that I'm, because, that I'm the only one? Because I've been through it, but I've been through it too, you know, and it sucks. 
yeah, it's rough. But it's fine, once but you it's get tired. through it, though, it's 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 also like very I've, refreshing to know how many people are supporting you and and glad that you're there. Yeah, no, I mean, I I'm I'm tired and like that's why I'm grumpy. But it's actually been a really good time and I've had a lot of fun. I'm just I'm I'm just tired. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, like I when one of our candidates say, "Hey, you guys have amazing staff. You guys are doing great yeah. work." Like that means that it means a lot, you know. So you're doing a great job. So just hold on. Oh, thanks. It's almost done. Kicking ass and keep uh, <laughs> taking names. Okay, we'll see everybody next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.